0: Days after the dinner, we met again in Washington, D.C. Our excitement and energy level hadn't waned with the passing few days. It had grown. Each of us felt we had just planted one tiny seed, arbitrarily or by design, and that the seed, at the very least, was entitled to a bit of sunlight and a splash of water. The major part of that nourishment was to take the very idea and the concerns of tens of millions of Americans seriously. Very seriously. The best way to do that was to continue the conversation to see where it took us. We both agreed that the most critical ingredient needed for even an academic exercise like ours was experience real world experience, and lots of it. If our current president, his team, and their growing list of miscalculations and failures around the country and around the world taught us anything, It's that experience does matter, and that a lack of that experience has serious, destructive, and lasting consequences. That said, real-world experience divorced from faith, a moral compass, and certitude could be just as useless and just as dangerous as those leaders, like Barack Obama, operating with no relevant experience— Knowing that, we decided job one for us was to expand our tiny discussion group of two people into a circle of experts from the very walks of life needed, at least on paper, to bring a new nation to life. Throughout the years, I had the good fortune to meet, stay in contact with, and become friends with an incredibly impressive list of people who more than answered the mail when it came to the expertise needed to explore and expand our subject matter. On that list was another special operator who spent his career with a three-letter agency, two former ambassadors, two retired high-ranking military officers, a constitutional law expert, a banking expert, an infrastructure expert, an energy expert, two professors, and a farming expert. Others joined the circle on a regular basis. In person, by phone, or by email. We would communicate regularly and slowly expand upon the initial discussion as we penciled in the roughest of blueprints on why, how, where, and even when a new country, created in the spirit of traditional values, would take form. As our group continued to expand, we tried to guess how many highly disaffected Americans for whom we might be speaking. Back in 2008... A Zogby International poll found that 22% of Americans believe that any state or region has the right to peaceably secede and become an independent republic. Okay, that seemed like a reasonable number to us. 22% of the population equated to about 72 million people. To be on the ultra-safe side, we then decided to cut that number in half and say that at a minimum... Approximately 36 million Americans were truly disgusted at where the left, and a growing number of go-along-get-along Republicans, was taking our country, and would be more than anxious to have ideas, discussion points, and options presented to them in a respectful and realistic manner. These are Americans, by the way, from every single race, creed, and color. Every single one. They are wealthy, they are middle class, and they are poor. Some are desperately poor. Tens of millions of people who are united by a common and unbreakable bond. Their belief in traditional values, and their absolute certainty that those values are no longer represented by their government, their leaders, and increasingly, not even the clergy of their particular religion. They are positive that no one in authority cares anymore. That most in government, most in the media, most in education, most in entertainment, and even many in business have cast aside ethics, morals, faith, accountability, charity, and even their own survival instinct for the ultra-short-term rewards tied to hedonism, political party, or a failed ideology. These tens of millions of Americans who do believe in traditional values feel lost and shunned in their own country— The number of Americans who believe this is growing every day. Why? A poll by Gallup reported in 2014 alarmingly showed that 72% of those polled said big government is a bigger threat to the future than big business and big labor.